Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into this episode today. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Eight of Pentacles and their energetic experience it brings all of us. I really connect with the Eight of Pentacles because I believe what it is, is a call to connect with our work on a deeper, more purposeful level. The Rider-Waite-Smith deck imagery is wonderful, but recently I've been connecting with the Pagan Otherworlds version of Eight of Pentacles, and I talked about that deck a couple episodes ago, Um, and this imagery is what I meditated on as I was writing this episode. And basically, if you haven't looked it up already or aren't familiar with this deck, It's an image of this tree that is so firmly rooted and planted into the ground. And the part of the tree trunk where it starts to branch out, like, um, yeah, the part of the tree trunk that starts to branch out, that part has been replaced with these golden medallions, which are the symbol for the pentacles for this deck. And it's such a different energy. It's such a different imagery to the traditional meaning of the eight of pentacles that you would see in Rider-Waite-Smith decks. So it really brought a new, fresh perspective on the eight of pentacles. And although I like the original imagery to begin with, I thought this made me understand it in a completely new way. So I really appreciate that new perspective. What this really makes me think of is this idea of productivity. We can go about productivity in a variety of different ways. We can produce work from a place of joy and satisfaction. And we can also produce work from a place of disconnect and scarcity. I believe the pentacle suits brings us so much awareness around abundance and work. It's like we all come here on this earth. We all need to pay rent and feed ourselves. We all come here with these basic needs and many of us can carry around this attitude about our jobs or careers as this clock in, clock out, weekend warrior type mentality and we drag ourselves to our soulless jobs and we justify it because we have to pay bills and take care of our children and take care of ourselves. And yes, I believe those obligations are absolutely important to take care of And it's important to acknowledge the practical things, the practical side of life. It's part of the human experience. However, practicality doesn't always have to have this sense of heavy responsibility to it. I am someone who sometimes just dislikes the idea of practicality because it's often presented in a way that is meant to thwart the infinite possibilities that are around us, like total bubble bursting moment. (laughs) And like, I'll have an idea that I'm super psyched about. And then someone comes around and says, oh, you have to be practical. You have to be realistic, blah, 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 blah. And I think that's why sometimes discussing the practicalities of life can feel so lifeless and heavy and just, ugh. 
However, the eight of pentacles brings a sense of rebirth to us within our careers and within the things that we create, within our livelihoods. It's this ultra abundant energy that is being offered to us. And it's the abundance that comes up when we decide to nourish and nurture the things that we create. When we decide to honor those things and stay connected to those things, like branches staying connected to a tree trunk, it's like there's a whole system connecting the two. It's nourishing itself. It's this constant back and forth nourishment between the two parts. And when I mean creating things, it doesn't necessarily need to be physical things. Usually this points to something you're involved with on a regular basis via your day job or your just everyday kind of work. For example, I'm a nurse and I don't create physical things. But what I do create is experiences. On a day in, day out basis, I do create experiences and facilitate healing and a sense of comfort and safety for others in need of it. That is my work. And that is the work that I choose to stay connected to and that I choose to have nourish me as much as I nourish it. When we can honor the sacredness of our work, it doesn't even matter what we do. It could be selling clothes in a retail shop or being a shoe polisher or whatever. We can honor that in whatever we do day in and day out and breathe new life into it. Make it our own, connect with it, because what we do day in and day out is important, no matter how insignificant it may seem. I've interacted with sales associates at clothing stores before, and they've completely brightened my day and helped me feel good about myself, for example. It's important to ask yourself, what experience am I creating for others in doing this? What kind of experience would I love to create for others through the work that I do? And when we connect with that, that is when we can bring more soul into what we do. And there is this attitude of working and working and working until you get to retirement. And that is when you can live. That is when you can party it up. That is when you can live your wildest dreams. But I think to see life in our careers as these two separate things is just missing the point. Because the truth is, we spend so much of our lives in our work, in our careers, in our jobs. You know, for some of us, it's 40 plus hours a week. And whether or not we love what we do or we find ourselves dragging ourselves out of bed in the morning to go to work, we all have the opportunity to feel that we're contributing something that means something. It's something of value that all of it is occurring for our highest evolution. And here's a shift that I'd invite you to consider. How would you see your work if you actually identified yourself as an artist? And I'm speaking to most of you who may work quote-unquote normal or more traditional jobs. Like, like if you work in IT or you work as a salesman or if you're like me and you work in healthcare. When we think of someone being an artist, we imagine someone who was bringing their whole being into their work their whole soul, their whole heart into the things that they're creating on a regular basis. And when we see someone doing that, it's like, wow, 
what a privilege, how amazing it is. And it's really inspiring to see how much this person's essence is infused into their work and how connected they are to it. It's like you hear a song about a breakup and that's their essence of the experience into their work. Or sometimes you can identify who painted something if you're familiar with the artist without even seeing their name on it. That's how much um, they've infused themselves into their work. You can recognize it without even having their name attached to it. Like that's beautiful stuff. And for example, let's say you're an artist and you're looking back at your portfolio or you could even say you're a musician and you're looking back at all the records and all the songs you've created. And when you look back at it, there's just this deep sense of appreciation for all the songs you've written. You have your happier, more upbeat songs, and then maybe you have your more melancholy breakup songs. And they all just take you back. It's like the energy, the experiences that you were having when you were letting these songs come into existence is still very much alive. Or maybe it's beautifully evolved into something that has an even deeper significance for you. And regardless, you're able to look upon your past work, the things you have done, the things you will continue to do with meaning, knowing that they have meaning and they have played this beautiful role in your life and your unfolding. I think artists or just anyone who identifies themselves as an artist, they're so good at connecting with their work. And I think they are such a beautiful example of some of us who perhaps don't see ourselves in our profession at all like that. Like, for example, my profession as a nurse, it might be odd to see myself as an artist. However, I can still look back and remember the days where I was a newer nurse who was super scared and super unsure of myself. And I remember the days where everything just clicked for me and I had this confidence about me and about everything I did. I remember the days where I was able to bring a sense of relief and comfort to those who were in pain. I remember the day I experienced my first patient death and the enormous heartbreak and tragedy that it left me with. I remember the day when I left my first nursing job working on the floor And I had to say bye to all my coworkers on my last day. And it was like saying bye to my family. And at the end of the day, when I look back at all the experiences I've had within my career, it's just so impossible to write it off as just a job or just a nine to five or something I do just to make money. It's impossible to see it as just a vehicle to retirement. It's impossible to bypass all those experiences and to only live on the weekends or during our PTO vacation days. I look back at those experiences and I recognize the artistry within that. No, I'm not sitting here making jewelry or painting or sculpting. And by the way, artistry is so much bigger than those traditionally recognized professions. But I recognize the artistry within my own career because... Each experience we are gifted and that we connect with is art because we infused our own soul into those experiences. Only you could have lived it exactly like that. And that is what is so amazing and unique about it. And whether or not you make physical things or if you are like me and you create experiences, art is an experience. 
Just like listening to a song is an experience or interacting with a different type of tarot imagery is an experience or going to an art gallery. Just as much as art is an experience, I believe our experience is art. The way we live our lives is a work of art. The way we go into the office and sit and drink our cup of coffee before our first meeting of the day, that is art. It's artfully done. The way we fold a stack of jeans in our store, that's art. And we can carry that perspective that our experiences at work, our day in and day out normal work can be seen as these sacred moments that not only carry us forward, but also enrich our present day lives. And we can find ourselves being completely nourished by what we do, not only in the financial sense, but in the soul sense as well. It's the difference between washing the dishes absent-mindedly just to get it over with and washing the dishes with care and gentleness, scrubbing each dish with savory appreciation. And I'm not here to tell you that you should stay at your job or leave your job or switch careers. That's not really what this card is about. Although later I want to discuss a story of how I decided to leave a job. But the emphasis in this card isn't really about the result um, or, you know, the decision. It's more about the method. This is really about cultivating a greater connection to the day in, day out type work that we all participate in. It's about deciding that you are an artist and that each experience you have can be looked upon as crafting a beautiful painting that can be cherished by all of us. Something to ponder about here is how is my current livelihood nourishing more than just my finances? In what ways is this real life work actually soul work? What else am I learning about myself and about the world in participating within this line of work? I've gone to some airports before where the TSA people are just really bored out of their minds. And like, who wouldn't, right? I'm sure they get sick of constantly saying the same things over and over and over again, like take all your large electronics and put them in the bins and take off all your jackets and shoes and place them in the conveyor belt and all that stuff. (laughs) But I've also went to airports where the TSA have been absolutely hilarious. It's like watching a stand-up comedian work the TSA lines. And I'm sure so many people who are in line, um, during those days with their super serious attitudes of trying to catch their flights, I'm sure that they left feeling lighter and happier just by encountering TSA, which is so weird to say, right? And whenever I see that, I'm like, damn, I want to be just like that. I want to own what I do just like that. I want to make whatever I do my own and put a little bit of me into it. Because if we were all putting a little bit more of ourselves into our work, we can have that same uplifting effect on people. For example, I just watched a YouTube video um, with a title like the funniest airplane safety demonstration or something like that. And it was of this flight attendant who was saying all the typical things like put your oxygen mask on before you assist others, but he did it with such personality 
and such boldness, it was absolutely hilarious. And I have to find that video and attach it to the episode note somewhere because it was like, damn, I want that. I want to bring more of that into everything that I do every single day. And I remember someone saying something about art needing a type of limitation or constraint, something that they have to work around, whether it's the limited space of a canvas or a limited amount of money for production or limited amount of minutes it can be. Like those types of constraints actually help produce even better art. And that is exactly what our careers can be for us. Our careers and our jobs can give us that structure, that constraint that actually helps us bring forth more creativity and soul. For example, that flight attendant had the constraints of time. He had the constraints of saying certain safety features, and he played within those bounds in such a beautiful, brilliant way. Phil Hansen, who did a TED talk about this, said, we need to first become limited in order to become limitless. And in our lives, the things we often treat as limitations, like having a nine to five day job or having to do laundry or other chores, we can see those as vehicles to bring in even more laughter, even more joy, even more brightness, even more connection. For example, I eventually want to expand my business to become a full-time thing. And I think many people listening to this podcast and um, who are interested in this type of work may also be in the same boat where they are building some side project or side business alongside doing their normal full-time job. So like, for example, for me, I want to eventually quit nursing and do this full-time. And yet I love nursing. I love what I do. I go to work five days a week. I come home at 4 p.m. and I'm exhausted and I love what I do. And oftentimes the lessons and the experiences that come up for me while I'm at work ends up inspiring the next podcast or the next Instagram post or something to share with you guys. And it's like my day job is nourishing my bank account for sure, but it's also nourishing my dreams. It's helping me create content. It's helping me connect with people I would otherwise never initially want to connect with. It's serving as that creative limitation, that constraint in my life that actually ends up serving what I want to do even more, more so than if I were to just quit my job altogether and launch myself into this business full time. So it's important to see the inherent goodness of our work and how much it actually nourishes us beyond doing it for financial reasons. And what we produce for ourselves And for others, day in and day out, there's so much fulfillment that could be tapped into there. The Eight of Pentacles isn't trying to change your mind. It's not trying to force you to like a job that you might really hate. It's simply showing you that there is an opportunity here for you to tap into the abundance of what you do. It's not imposing it on you. It's simply showing you that there is an opportunity It's like a waiter telling you the dinner specials for tonight and you have the options to say, no thanks, I'm not ready for that yet. Or hell yes, that sounds delicious, I'll have two. (laughs) So if you find yourself having some resistance to this when this card shows up in your life, I think that's something to pay attention to. You can start asking yourself, do I feel disconnected with what I do every day? 
And if so, why am I not connecting with it? What part of my experience at work does not seem to resonate with me? And how do I want to feel when I go to work? How do I want to feel about the work that I do? And I think any genuine, honest answer to those questions that come up is a step in the right direction. Just a simple inquiry can be so powerful at opening up and unraveling ourselves so that we can step into an experience where we do feel connected and we do feel nourished by the work we do. And it's absolutely not wrong if you continually get the answer that you need to leave your job. Because in realizing that, that is being connected to our work. When we are so connected and infused into our work, that is when we can come to the realization that it's time to leave or it's time to do something else. For example, when I decided to leave my floor nursing job, which was my first job as a newer nurse, I had been teetering between staying and going so much. And a part of me was like, okay, my happiness is not defined by my circumstances, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I can just find a way to stay here and be happy because I create the meaning of all my experiences in my life. And I know some of that stuff that I say in these podcasts and some other spiritual work out there teaches stuff like that, which has its place. But I, at that moment, I felt so connected to my work that I realized I had to leave. I had to do something else. I remember saying to my coworkers all the time that I just hated that while my patients are in their rooms crying and going through hard things like being diagnosed with cancer or having a slower recovery after surgery, while my patients are going through all of that, I have to be like, okay, I'm so sorry you're crying, but goodbye because I have to give this other patient pain meds or I have to do this and that. And like, I don't have time to sit here and hold your hand. And just trying to juggle five to six patients and wanting to do my job as a nurse, but also wanting to do the work that I feel called to do in this lifetime, which is to help people not only physically, but emotionally and intuitively. At the end of the day, I had to put my foot down for the love of my work and say, this isn't working out for me anymore. And that is what can happen when we are so infused and connected with what we do. We're able to make decisions like that from a place of truth and clarity. At the end of the day, the eight of pentacles is about connecting with our work. It's easy to stay connected with what brings us natural pleasure and joy, like watching a good movie or having a good meal with your closest friends. However, the challenge here is for us to stay connected with the things we need to do in order to take care of ourselves financially and physically. And I hesitate to say we need to do anything because I believe we really don't ever need to do anything. But When we step out of that spiritual talk and we step out of that type of language and into the pentacles work, which is really about integrating all the things that we feel like we need to do as human beings, like go to work, pay our bills, eat, shower, (laughs) with all those things that we need to do, we have the opportunity to connect with those things, not as a means to an end, but as actions and activities that can carry with it a sense of soul. It's like there's something vibrant 
and attractive just shimmering in the background of it all, which helps us see that the fun continues after Sunday. We get to live fully on Monday through Friday, nine to five, just as much as we get to live fully on the weekends and on vacations. It brings with it a set of different experiences for sure, but it rounds out our human experience in a way that is wholehearted, soulful, and divine. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. Again, my name is Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. And if you feel called to, I would absolutely love it if you could share more of your feedback and ratings on iTunes for me. Uh, It's really helpful for me in terms of the direction of this podcast and really making this an even better experience for you. So thank you so much. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys later on. Bye.